good Tuesday morning. Today is November the 27th. We only have a few days left of, De- of November, and then we're headed straight into December. So we are on the downhill slide to Christmas. I'm thankful that you're here this morning with Closet Conversations with Cody. We are going to continue the topic of faith that we started covering yesterday. So if you if you didn't tune in to yesterday's message, we we were talking about just a fresh perspective towards faith and and what that looks like. And and remember, we've been on this fresh perspective. This is our sixth week of of being on this fresh perspective idea. So we've we've been just talking about just having a new mindset and a new perspective towards the things of God. And yesterday we talked about faith and and we we talked about the the miraculous healing that happened at the North Georgia revival. So we talked about this this lady, her name was Lorraine and her husband John, they they came to the North Georgia revival on October the 28th and she was she had a need she was desperate and she was struggling with stage 4 breast cancer and I I showed this picture yesterday but since we're doing a recap and waiting for people to come in that was her body that was her body so all of these spots right here that's that's normal that's that's um her kidneys, I think, or not, not kidney. I don't know what it is. But that was, her body was eaten up with cancerous lesions. So all those black, tiny black spots were cancer that was attaching to her bones. And and so she came to, to Christ Fellowship. She came to the North Georgia Revival, and she was, she was desperate. She was, she got into the pool and said, God, it would be so cool if, if you healed me. And the next day, she went to get her PET scan. And the, this was the result. So as you can see, cancerous lesions, completely clear. Praise God in heaven. So she did a testimony Sunday night. And that's why I, I had to get the word out. Because I, I feel like God has, has us in this season. And maybe it's just a season of this week. But I, I feel like we need to build our faith. God wants to do so much more with his sons and daughters, but it's the sons and daughters that aren't living up to what God wants us to do. And I know that is truth. I I know it it and it, and it hurts to hear it. But the reality is, is God wants to do more with you, with me, with, with your, your friend, your, your family. He wants to do more with you and me then we can understand. And, and, and we've got to build our faith to be able to walk in what God wants us to do. Are you with me? Are you with me? So Lorraine, when she was testifying, she shared five things, and I shared these yesterday, and we're about to get into the message. I'm already starting a little bit. But she shared five things of what she did to maintain her faith and to build her faith. And this is what we're going to touch on. Today and for the rest of the week, we're going to look in and we're going to we're going to figure out how to spiritually build our faith muscle. 
I'm so excited. And, and God was just, he was unveiling this to me yesterday. And I'm like, I want to go live right now. This is, this word is phenomenal. I mean, as you can tell, I'm giddy and excited and it's 6.56 in the morning. So the five things that, that Lorraine did, the first thing she did is she didn't accept the cancer. She didn't accept it as her end all be all. She didn't just roll over and say, I, I, I just accept it. I guess I did something bad, so I'm going to get cancer, and, and now I'm, it's stage four, so there's nothing they can do for me, so I'm just going to accept it and lay down and die. She did not do that. Second thing she did is she took communion daily. Communion daily. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Third, she prayed, and, and we're going to talk about how she prayed, but, but she prayed. Fourth, she, she did affirmations and confirmations over herself. So she is, is bringing the word. She's, she's confessing the, the scriptures over her, specifically on healing. So we're going to talk about that. And the last thing she said was very, very crucial for her healing was her community, was the people that she surrounded herself with, the people that were in her corner. So that's what we're going to dive into for the rest of the week. I know I'm going to have to double up on one of them, but that's what we're going to cover. So hang on. You don't want to miss any of these messages. But if you, if, you know, if you sleep in or you missed your alarm or you have a day off, go back and listen to them on the podcast or YouTube. So without further ado, we're hopping in today to talk about the very first one, not accepting cancer. She made a profound statement yesterday or, or, or Sunday. She said cancer was a trespassing on her body. Cancer was a trespasser. She did not accept that cancer, that she, that she was supposed to receive cancer. And some of you may be watching, you're like, Cody, you know, my, my grandmother passed away with cancer or my mom has, has cancer right now. Or listen, I get it. I get it. But between God's miraculous healing and God's power and the power of, of the physicians that, that have studied and, and, and know how to, to help with cancer, healing can take place. And that's one thing that Pastor Todd said is on Sunday is that the doctors aren't against us. You know, a lot of us are like, well, we don't want to go to the doctor. They're, they're just, they're going to force things down our throat. And, 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 and some of that could be true. But the reality is, is that that they understand medicine and, and they can bring healing. They can help with that healing process. But God ultimately, with, with Lorraine's case, and, and I mentioned this yesterday, but, but all the doctors and, and even the, the, the chemo rep was, was just baffled that, that she received complete healing within three months. So it's not like the doctors can take, can take any any effort of for the for the healing so she didn't accept it and i talked about this yesterday too but we need to look at faith as a muscle so faith as a muscle and we it talks about faith two times in hebrews so the first time it mentions faith is hebrews 11 1 and it says now faith is the is the substance of things hoped for evidence of things unseen so the faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So it's the substance of things hoped for. It's that hoping for cancer to be gone. God, I need to be cancer-free. 
I need to, whatever, whatever your situation, we're talking about healing, but faith can apply to maybe it's a financial situation. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your, maybe it's your teenager who doesn't know Jesus. Maybe whatever that looks like, you just apply it. It, it. Faith is a muscle and it's a substance of things hoped for, but it's the evidence of things unseen. It's the evidence of things unseen. It's, it's knowing that the cancerous lesions, they are trespassers on my body, and they are not allowed to be there. God made me pure. He made me whole. He made me perfect in his image. He knew me before I was in my mother's womb. Perfect. We are not called to walk with cancer. So trespassing, evidence of things unseen. The second mention of faith is, is, is five verses after this. Now, we're starting to get heavy here. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we're, we're seeing how important faith is. It's a muscle, and without it, we cannot please God. Man, I'm all about pleasing God. I, I, I want him to look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. So what am I going to do? I'm going to work out my faith muscle. What am I, And we're going to talk about how to build that faith. And we're doing that this week, which is the first one is not accepting it. We've already talked about the five things Lorraine did. She didn't accept it. Communion daily prayed affirmation is community. I want to touch on this real quick, and then we're going to hop into the meat. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. You say, Cody, well, how do we build our faith muscle? Read the word, hear testimonies of people that have received healing, stay in church, get as much of the word in you as possible. You know, they make the, the Bible app, they, it's an audio Bible. You could literally be driving down the road and listen to your Bible. You could literally, listen, look at this, this fresh perspective. Are you ready? Your, your mind is about to be blown. You could literally be driving down the road and building your faith muscle. Mm, come on. You could be driving down the road building your faith muscle, listening to scripture. It says it right there, Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. You could be literally be working out your faith muscle while driving down the road. I'm fired up this morning, if you can't tell. All right, so we're going to talk about two instances <clears throat> of just, just only two of where the Bible talks about people not accepting the diagnosis or accepting the situation. And I, and I, I just, I just feel prompted. There's, there's a difference between not accepting and ignoring ignorance. I just feel led to say that there, there's a difference between not accepting and ignorance. The, the, there's the ignorance is the root word of that is ignore, right? If you, if you feel like you have something in your body or you feel like something's going on, or maybe you see something in your marriage or you see something with your kids, maybe they're you know, your teenagers are sneaking out or they're, you know, looking at pornography or doing drugs. If you have that, that suspicion, but you don't do anything about it, you're ignoring it. That's ignorance. That, and, and praying about it without addressing it is, is ignoring it, ignorance. But, but not accepting it is, is, is standing on 
the word and the promises of God. And we talked about this yesterday, and I don't want to recap, but it's so important. I gave you the, the example of, of yesterday when, when the kids say, you know, they, they ask me when we get out of church to so get a lollipop and they say, Daddy, can we have the lollipop? I say, after lunch. And then after lunch comes and they said, Daddy, can we have the lollipop? I said, no, we need to go to bed. You know what they say? They say, Daddy, you said we could have it after lunch. I said, oh, okay. Well, you re they remind me of what I said. They remind me of the word. And then I'm going to go act on it because they reminded me of it. And it's the same way with God. Is God, you said this. Your word right here, it says this. I claim it. I believe it. I receive it. That's, that's what faith looks like. That's what building your faith muscle looks like. So the first example is we're talking about the centurion soldier. And turn with me in your Bibles. We're going to go to Matthew 8, verses 5 through 13. So the centurion soldier. Now, a, couple, a little bit of background. He was a Gentile. Gentile means he was not a Jew, which means he was not saved. He Jesus came for us all, but at this point, he hadn't heard about Jesus. He didn't have the upbringing. He, he wasn't raised in church. He wasn't raised in church. So he was one of these that maybe had had, had some, some Jesus sprinkle here and there. Maybe he watched a, 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 a Joel Osteen on, on Sunday morning. <laughs> he wasn't raised in church. He wasn't a Jew. He was a Gentile. He was also a Roman soldier, which means he was an outsider. They were in Israel. They were in Jerusalem. So he was an outsider, and he was a man of war. He was a man of war. So let's pick up the story. It says, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say, go, and they go, come, and they come. And if, they, and if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. I, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Now, I want to, well, we'll come back to that. Turning to, to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And I tell you this, many Gentiles will come all over the world from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast of, of, in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, this is where we were talking about earlier, the kingdom was prepared for the Israelites. They will be thrown into outer darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home because you believed it has happened. My goodness. And the young servant was healed that same hour. The Roman officer didn't accept that his servant had to be in terrible pain and had to be paralyzed. He said, Jesus, <laughs> just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed because I know what authority looks like. I'm in the army. I'm in, <laughs> I'm an officer in the army. If I tell someone to go, they go. If I tell someone to stay, they stay. They have to obey the commands. It's so profound. 
that if we could grasp that type of faith, what could God do with us and through us and for us? If we had that type of faith, God, your word says it. All you have to do is say it. I, I know what authority is. I, I, I know what authority looks like. I tell someone to do it, they do it. God, all you have to do is say it. Boom. And at the, at the, at the end, it says, go back home because you believed faith, because you had the faith, it has happened. And the young servant was healed that same hour. I want to go back. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, that amazed in, in the Greek only shows up one other time. And it talks about how he was amazed at the lack of faith in Jerusalem. So we see that the amazed showing up twice. One was amazed at the lack of faith, and now he's amazed at the amount of faith that the centurion soldier had. Is this helping anyone this morning? My goodness. Now, the second instance is a woman with the issue of the blood. And we're going to pick up that story. Crazy. One chapter over. So flip your Bibles over. One more. It might not be. But we're going to be in chapter 9. And we're going to be uh, 20 through 23. I, I pulled in some other scripture there. And actually, we're going to go to we're going to go to eighteen. And Jesus was saying this. The leader of the synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died. He said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. Just then, a woman who had suffered for twelve years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I could just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said. Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd. I'm going to pause there because we're going to talk about this tomorrow. So backing up, she has the issue of blood, 12 years of constant bleeding. 12 years of constant bleeding. And Jesus... If you notice, was heading that he was heading to go to heal the little girl, right? My daughter has just died, but you can bring her back to life. So he was going. His faith was already ready. His faith was already there. The faith was built. Also, the the environment of faith was built because he the father said my 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 daughter just died but you can bring her back to life so the faith in the atmosphere surrounding jesus was just built and then we have the woman with the issue of the blood and i can i can only imagine i can only imagine the followers because i can tell you that if jesus were here on this earth in in a natural body my goodness i would be following him i'd be i'd be soaking up i'd be getting everything i could from him i would and, and you're like, well, you know, I would too, but, but I, I, I want that. Like, I, I want to walk with that close to Jesus. Anyway, so she comes in. She's got to fight to get through the crowd. I mean, the, the, the people, the onlookers, they, they just heard the father say, can you, can you heal my dead daughter? So there, I would assume that there's a crowd that are going over to watch Jesus perform this miracle. 
And then we have this woman who comes up and, and, and I don't know the situation. It might've been, I, I didn't do any digging as far as did she know Jesus? Had she, she had, you know, heard about Jesus prior. What, what is the story? It, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything here. It just says she, there was a woman who suffered for 12 years, came up behind him. So where was her faith? Where, where did that faith get built? Maybe it was built by the father. Maybe it was the father saying, hey, my daughter just died. Can you come and raise her back to life? Maybe she just heard. Maybe she was in that right place and she said, wait, wait, wait. This man can bring someone back to life. I am going to get my healing. I've dealt with this for 12 years, so I am going to get my healing. So she pushes through and just grabs the hem of the garment. And, and Jesus turned around and when he saw her said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. Your what has made you well? Your faith has made you well. And what happened? The woman was healed at that moment. And that's where it stops. Jesus is heading to the house. So we have a clear, clear picture of what it looks like of people in the Bible, of stories in the Bible, of them not accepting a outsider, a, a trespasser in their body. The centurion and the woman with the issue of blood. She had she was trespassed for 12 years. Cody, why, why did it take 12 years for her to get healing? I don't know. I don't know. But you could focus on why did it take so long, or you could focus on, you could, <laughs> you could have the perspective of, well, she had to walk with that for 12 years. I, I, I've been battling cancer for three years. When am I going to receive my healing? I, I've been whatever. You can have that fresh, you can have that perspective of, well, it took that long. Or you could have that fresh perspective of, she received her healing. And it was her faith that healed her. Hmm. Maybe I need to unlock in that. Maybe I need to step into that. Maybe I need to walk in that. Maybe I need to fight through some crowds to get to Jesus. Maybe I need to be in the right place and listen to people building faith and listening to people releasing faith to walk in that. My goodness, this was, this was good this morning. So tomorrow we're going to talk about um, let me pull my notes back up. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the community of who we have around us. And I already have uh, a general outline of, of who we're going to talk about. But so that's what we're going to, we're, we're going to stay on this topic of faith. I, I feel like God has us planted here. When he releases us, we'll, we'll go. But we, we just got to, we have to build our faith. We've got to get spiritually strong. And if we're not getting spiritually strong, we're going to maintain our weakness. And when we're weak, the devil's going to walk all over us. And we're not going to walk in the power that, code, that, that God has given us. Amen? Amen. So we're going to close out our day, get you on your way to start your day in prayer. Are there any, are there any prayer requests? If you want to shoot those in the comments or shoot me a private message, I would love to pray for you. My uh, Christiana and the kids, we pray every morning before we start homeschool. And so if you want to be included on that list, I, we, we will lock arms with you and join you in prayer. 
if there's if there's something that you're going through or if you you know if you say Cody I'm lacking faith in this area or this is something I'm struggling with can you can you help me can you pray with me I, I'd be honored and I mean that with all of my heart so it, it's up to you I put myself out there if you don't follow up you're you're choosing not to do that I'm standing here you you can you're welcome to come and 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 reach out I will pray with you I will minister to you if you need that but it's on you. You've got to, you've got to take the next step. So you got to walk in faith. Father, we thank you so much for this word today. We thank you for God, just, just building our faith, building our faith muscle. Lord, I pray that as we, as we continue on through this week and, and really focus on today, Father, let us walk in the, the, the power that you've given us. Let us walk in that faith. Father, we just heard two stories that people were healed by faith, Lord. One of them, you didn't even have to be there, Lord. You didn't even have to touch the servant to heal him, Lord. So I pray, Father, we would just release that faith that someone would be getting that today, Lord, and that there would be a miraculous healing today, Lord, because their faith was unlocked. They said, enough is enough, God, I, I need you. Your word says it, I believe it, so I receive it. Father, I just, I just speak that out today. Let someone receive that today and let you receive the glory, Lord. And I pray, Father, as we just continue this week, that you would help us build our faith, that our faith would be so high, Lord, that we would, we would go out and, and tear down the strongholds, that we would go out and lay hands on the sick and, and heal them. Father, that we'd go out and be obedient in bringing people to you and, and helping them repent and helping them find their purpose in this kingdom. Father, we love you so very much. We ask for forgiveness of our sins. We thank you for the blessings that you're going to bestow upon us today. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. Lord, we pray for divine appointments and, 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 and opportunities to share your gospel, Lord, and to bring you glory. Lord, just plan out our day before we even know it, Lord, and, and bring those people that need to hear us and that need a touch or that we need a touch from them. Father, we love you. We, we take the full armor of God as we prepare for battle today, and we believe your word. We believe everything your word says. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. Have a wonderful day. I kept you a little bit longer today, but I don't care because we were working out. We got a 26 minute workout. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow for your next faith workout. I love you guys.